Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you What's Working Now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia ora, and welcome to another episode of Business Your Way. I can't believe that we are knocking on the door of 100 episodes. Some days it feels like I've been podcasting for a long time, and on other days it feels as though I am just getting started. So rather than me sit here and come up with some suggestions on what we could do for our 100 episodes, I thought that I would ask you, what would you like to see on the 100th episode? Is there a giveaway that you would like me to introduce as a listener? What would you find value in if I did a giveaway? So I've included a link in the show notes so you can send me a message with your suggestions because I'm certain, 100% certain that a giveaway would be more fun when you decide where the value lies and what value that I can offer to your business. So take me up on my challenge, hop into the show notes, grab that link and send me a message. Alrighty, moving on to today's episode, we're going to dive into one of the critical aspects of running a successful service-based business, and that is price optimization. As service providers, setting the right price is not just about numbers. It's about understanding the profound impact that it can have on your profitability, your ability to attract your ideal clients, and positioning yourself effectively in the marketplace, while positioning yourself in a space that makes you feel good about your business. Because pricing is more than a mere figure on your service. It's a strategic decision that requires careful consideration. A well-optimized pricing strategy can be a game changer. It can propel your business towards greater success and growth if done right. But on the flip side, Pricing missteps can lead to missed opportunities, undervaluing your expertise, or even pricing yourself out of the market at either end. So today I thought it was important that we explore the importance of setting the right price and how it directly impacts your bottom line. 
We'll uncover the connection between pricing and profitability. We'll shed some light on the significance of finding that sweet spot that maximizes your revenue while delivering exceptional value to your clients. Setting the right price is also a powerful tool for attracting your ideal clients. A well-calibrated pricing strategy can communicate your expertise, your exclusivity, and the unique value that you bring to the table for your clients. It helps you position your business as the go-to solution for your target market, attracting clients who recognize the worth of your services and who are willing to invest in you and your business because of the results that you can get. So if you're ready to unlock the secrets of price optimization, grab a coffee, settle in because the insights from this episode will help you master the art of setting the right price, something we all struggle with at one point or another in our business. And I think it's at multiple points in our business journey where we have that pricing conversation with ourselves. And I can guarantee you it is a struggle every time. We um and we are, we back and we forth and we want to move our business forward. But pricing keeps us stuck and I think it keeps us stuck for way too long. And especially if you're at that point where you want to move past charging an hourly rate for your work. So let's dive in. Back in episode 91, I covered pricing models for service-based businesses. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend going and take a listening to that episode first, then come back here because the pricing models that I referenced in that episode is a really good starting point. And I didn't want to just repeat it all over again in this episode, but I think it's crucial to understand the different pricing models that are available to you. What I see more often than not, though, is service-based businesses setting their prices based on their competition or based on their minimum viable product. And what I mean by that is as long as they cover costs and have a little bit left over, then they're okay with setting their price at that point, which is their minimum viable product. And usually this is where new service providers who are new to business, this is where they start, right? This is where I see people starting with their service-based businesses. Usually they come into the market and they are cheaper than everyone else. And that's usually because they are pricing on that minimal viable product equation. And that's because there's just them. Usually there's just the business owner starting their business and they are the ones delivering the service. So they're pricing it based on the hourly rate that they want to earn with a little bit left over to cover their overheads. And you can always tell when it's a new business coming into into the marketplace because their prices are cheaper than everyone else in the market and they're working on this minimal viable product cost structure or pricing structure, if you like. I mean, this isn't always the case, but I'm saying 
generally this is what I see. And what this results in is when you come in and you start your business on this cheap, minimal viable product model, then you're going to attract the clients who are chasing the lowest price possible rather than attracting the clients who value what you bring to the table. They value the other factors that you are offering as a service provider. So this is why I think it's really important that we take a look at our pricing model, not after we've started our business. I mean, in hindsight, it's a beautiful thing. But if you have the opportunity to consider your pricing from the get-go and work on a value-based pricing model, then the clients that you are going to attract from the get-go aren't going to be price-driven. They're not going to be the people who are chasing the lowest possible service or the lowest possible price for the service that they're looking for. So understanding the true value of your services is crucial when it comes to setting your prices. So let's explore the process of determining the value of your services and how we can then relate it to your pricing decision. So you have to start with identifying your unique value proposition. The specific qualities, benefits or outcomes that will attract the people that you specifically want to work with. What makes your services desirable to those people? Hone in on factors such as your expertise, your experience, your ability to innovate, your quality, the convenience of your services, and the specialized knowledge that you bring to the table. All of those factors add to the value that you bring to your clients. And these are the things that I think are underestimated when we are considering our pricing structure. But don't fall into the trap of articulating your unique value proposition as everything, including the kitchen sink. Your unique value proposition must appeal to the people that you want to work with. These are your right fit clients. And that value proposition has to be unique to you. But how do you find that? How do you know exactly what that is? Well, this is where you need to take some time and seek feedback from your existing and your past clients. And seek feedback from those clients who you would consider to be your ideal client. So you don't actually have to go seeking feedback from everyone that you've ever worked with. But I think seeking the feedback from the people who you would consider to be your ideal client because you want to find more people like them to work with. And when we ask for feedback, we then get to understand how they perceive the value of our service. Because I can guarantee you that what they perceive as the value of your service isn't something that you probably would have ever thought of. So you can do this in a number of ways. You can conduct some surveys, like do a questionnaire, send it out to some clients and get their written feedback. You can ask if those past clients wouldn't mind jumping on a 30-minute call with you and letting you interview them, like just record that interview and then transcribe it. 
or you can collect testimonials to uncover the specific outcomes, benefits or transformations that your client experienced as a result of working with you. Or it can be a combination of a few of these things. In my business, I have a end of service testimonial, but it's a questionnaire. So I ask them a handful of questions and then I ask them to write the testimonial and then they submit that to me. So I'm learning constantly about the value that they found in our service and I'm also getting a testimonial in their own words. So I don't have to write it, they're writing it in their own words because there's nothing more powerful than a testimonial written in the voice of your client. And so once you've got this data coming together and really you only need to collect this from a minimum of six clients I believe before you'll start to see some patterns and some common themes emerge and the insights that you'll gain into the value that they perceive you to be providing is gold. What you discover will be so insightful Some of the things your clients tell you that they value are the things that you wouldn't even have thought of. These are the things that you don't even think twice about doing because they come so naturally to you. And more often than not, what they share with you will be intangible benefits because it's easy for us to see the tangible benefits that we bring to the table And by tangible benefits, I mean things that are quantifiable and measurable, such as you've helped them increase revenue, or you've had cost savings, you've helped them save costs, or you've helped them with time efficiency. So those things can always be quantifiable, but it's the intangible benefits that are more subjective and emotional, like improved peace of mind, or reputation enhancement. What you did for them helped them enhance their reputation or it was personal growth. Um, There can be a lot of intangible benefits that your clients really value about your service that aren't so easy for you to see. And sometimes they're not easily verbalized either in a conversation. So Asking your clients about both tangible and intangible benefits will really give you some insights to the value that you bring. And you want to be able to articulate both types of benefits in what you offer to your clients. So you want to be able to articulate your tangible benefits and your intangible benefits when you're considering the value that you offer to your clients. I know for sure that when clients work with my event agency, they feel calmer going into their event and they don't feel so stressed. They feel reassured, which gives them confidence about their event. And these are the things our clients tell me again and again. But these are things that I wouldn't have assigned value to because they come so naturally to what I do and how our business operates with our clients that these, I would never have thought about articulating this when I am selling the value of our services to a potential client. 
But now that I have done the work in identifying both our tangible and intangible benefits that our service brings to our clients, these are the things that I can build into my sales process. Because, you know, event agency, running and hosting an event is, it's a stressful thing. Like event coordinator is one of the top five most stressful careers out of all careers. Like if you Google that, event coordination will come up in the top five most stressful careers. So that we're able to take the stress away from our clients. We can make them feel calmer going into their event and that they feel reassured that they've done everything possible or made all of the decisions that they can. And now we just have to deal with what's presented on the day. And then how we deal with those unknowns on the day, again, we also are calm in the way we approach it. We've got a process for dealing with the unknowns and it just helps our clients so much. And that's where our intangible value lies. So this is the work that if you haven't done yet, I would highly recommend you doing because you may know where your value sits, but I guarantee you, you're only thinking about those as in quantifiable and measurable outcomes to your client. Going deeper into what are your intangible benefits that you can deliver to your client, this places a whole new level of value on what you do. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. So now you need to take that value, articulate it in your unique value proposition, and then take a look at the pricing model that works for your unique business. As you have heard from me often on the podcast, there is no one size fits all. And that's especially true when it comes to pricing your services. Pricing optimization is all about testing and reiterating your pricing strategy. This is essential for finding the optimal pricing model that maximizes profitability and customer satisfaction. And that in and of itself is going to take some time. But that's where we ultimately want to get to. We want to maximize profitability for your business but we want to increase the client's satisfaction to keep them coming back, referring your services to others and raving about what you do and how it makes them feel. And I suggest that you start testing a couple of pricing models. So up until now, if you used the hourly pricing model, great, at least you've made a start. It must be working for you. Now it's time to look at where you can optimize your pricing model. So start with testing 
a couple of different pricing models. Think of this similar to A-B testing, which involves comparing two or more pricing options with different variables to determine which one performs better. So create variations of your pricing structure, such as different price points, or you might have different packaging options, or you might offer payment plans, and then randomly assign one pricing model to your next client and another pricing model to the client after. And monitor and measure the key metrics like your conversion rates. How well does that pricing model convert? The revenue that you get from that pricing model and the customer feedback is also important to identify the most effective pricing strategy for your business. And here you want to pay close attention to the client response and feedback regarding your pricing. So take note of anything and everything they say about your pricing. Usually pricing only becomes the topic of discussion when they are questioning the value or the need for something that you've included in your scope of service. Sometimes when you explain what it is and why that price is attached to it, then the client is happy. So therefore, it just means that you have to change your messaging or your language. So it's not actually a pricing issue, it's just a messaging or language problem that you have to overcome. Usually, this feedback about pricing, this happens during your sales conversion process. So this is where you want to pay close attention to anything that's going on. Are there delays in the client coming back to you after they've got your proposal? Or are there particular questions that they're coming back with? Are there certain areas that they have questions about? Pay close attention to all of this conversation. And monitor your customer's behavior. So you want to monitor your conversion rates, your average order value, or your customer retention. And you want to gauge the impact of your pricing changes because it's the smallest of things that your clients can say that will help you optimize your pricing model. Pricing, like everything in business, is not a one and done thing. It is something that we have to iterate over and over and over again. But we can only iterate with confidence when we listen closely and we adjust according to what we hear our clients say. Sometimes it is the price. Sometimes it is just the messaging. Sometimes it's how we've packaged it. And sometimes what you'll identify is that a particular client isn't your right fit client. So you need to pay attention to all of these conversations. Because if you paid attention to the conversation during that sales conversion process and you listened to what that client said and the feedback they had and the back and forth that you had about your pricing and what they associated with value, and then once you're into the relationship, you might quickly identify that this client isn't your right fit client. So then maybe next time that 
these types of conversations happen during your sales conversion process, it'll be a red flag to you that this is not your right fit client. And therefore, you can bow out of that sales process because you've quickly identified or you've helped yourself identify that this isn't your ideal client and it's not going to be the perfect fit. They're highly likely they're going to drain a lot of time and energy for the service that you are providing. So when you're looking at price optimization, you can learn a whole lot more about the value that you bring to the table and who your right fit client is. Because if we're going to enjoy our business and build a thriving business that brings us satisfaction and allows us to live that balanced lifestyle, then we want to work with our ideal clients and we want to say no to the wrong fit clients. And this is all part of price optimization. You could also seek guidance from industry experts, mentors or advisors with experience in pricing strategies who can offer valuable insights to your service-based business. As someone with first-hand experience, I understand the importance of seeking the right advice to stay ahead of the game. And by discussing your pricing approach and sharing your challenges and goals and seeking input on potential adjustments or optimizations, you can really gain a fresh perspective and feel better about the decisions that you're making around your pricing. So if you want to seek some expert advice, then I encourage you to reach out to me. As you know, I have a track record for helping established service providers like you, and I can provide tailored advice to elevate your pricing strategy and really drive even greater profitability and success into your business. Because this conversation around your pricing strategy and your pricing optimization, it's actually a bigger conversation around your value and your right fit client. You might also want to explore the possibility of introducing value-added offerings or additional services to justify the higher price points. And you might not do this on an ongoing basis. This might just be on a on a one-off basis or initially once you've moved into this new pricing model. So identify complementary services or exclusive resources or enhanced customer experiences that can be bundled in with your core offerings. So this approach allows you to provide that additional value to your customers while increasing the perceived worth of your services. It might not take you much more to add this value add into your offerings, especially if you're packaging up your services at this point. When you can package up your services and then add on a value add as an additional service or additional piece to your package, the client perceives the value of what you're offering a lot higher. So you increase that perceived value of your service by doing, by adding that value add. You don't have to do this. This is not necessary at all, but I'm just putting it out there as something for you to consider. 
that you might want to do in order for you to demonstrate the value to your potential service. And how I think about this is what is the core product? And when I talk about product, I mean how you've packaged your services. What is the core product that will get results for your client? And then what are some of the things that you could do that you would do anyway as a surprise and delight type service? But how could you then just tag that on as a value add offering during that sales process so your services have an increased perceived value in the eyes of your ideal client. It's such a great way to increase that perceived value during that sales process. And as I said earlier, pricing is not a one-time decision. It's not a one-and-done thing in your business. It requires ongoing evaluation and adjustment to stay aligned with market dynamics customer preferences, and your own business goals. Set up regular intervals to review and assess your pricing strategy. Use the data and insights that you gather from your clients to inform the adjustments or the refinements to optimize your pricing model. I think we are all always price optimizing. We're always looking at how we can either increase our prices or reduce the amount of time that it takes to get the results for our client without increasing our price. So it's how that bottom line profitability works for us while the customer satisfaction works for our clients. And I think that's the balancing act with our pricing. And so that's how I think about price optimization. It has to work for us and it has to work for our clients and not just any client. It has to work for the clients that are our right fit clients. These are the ideal clients that see our value, that accept our prices and enjoy working with us for the greater good. They've got a bigger outcome that they want to achieve You've got a business goal that you want to achieve. And when we can work together to help each other, that's where the magic in business is. So it's important to remember that pricing is just one piece of your business puzzle. Your messaging around your brand promise and the value proposition that you offer are equally crucial in converting leads into clients. So remember, pricing is not a standalone element. It works in tandem with your brand messaging, with your sales approach, and with your overall value proposition of your business and your service. And by aligning these elements, you can create a cohesive and persuasive narrative that attracts your ideal clients and positions your business as the go-to provider in the niche that you want to operate in. So as you continue to refine your pricing strategies and your messaging, don't hesitate to seek expert advice and leverage the resources that are available, like this podcast. You don't have to navigate this journey alone. You can reach out to me, uh, book a call. I'll put a link in the show notes. So you can just click that link, get on a call with me. We can talk about how you are navigating your pricing 
and how we could possibly work together to optimize your pricing strategy. With a strong pricing strategy and a compelling value proposition, you are well equipped to take your service-based business to new heights of profitability and success. So go out there, confidently present your prices and demonstrate the unique value that you bring to the table for your client. Your ideal clients are wanting to experience the exceptional services that you have to offer. They want to work with you because you are you. They want to work with you because of what you have to offer. And so don't take that too lightly. Don't undervalue yourself. And don't expect that this is going to happen overnight. I know for myself, I've spent years thinking about refining my pricing strategy. And for too many years, I remained stuck. I was testing and trying all sorts, but my missing piece was that I wasn't listening and I wasn't getting the right feedback. So when I opened myself up to listening to the right pieces of feedback and asking for the feedback and being able to identify the things that I needed to tweak, the levers that I needed to move so I can optimize my pricing. I I was in the wrong place for far too long, believe me. So if you know that you're not quite there with your pricing and you could really do with some help in identifying how you could optimize your pricing, then reach out to me. Again, I've got a link in the show notes so, so you can come talk to me. Come talk to me about what's going on in your business right now and where ideally that you would like to be with your pricing. All right, my friend, that is it for me for today. I will be back here next week, hopefully with suggestions from you on what you would like to see us do for our 100th episode celebration. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.